Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another edition of COS Live. I'm Rita Peters. I'm Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs with Convention of States Action. And I will be your host tonight for this edition of COS Live. I always love to know who's watching the show, so if you don't mind, just take a second and send a little note, post a little note with where you're tuning in from. I like to know what states our viewers are from every night. I do have an exciting show for you this evening. Our effort to call the first ever Article 5 Convention of States is getting noticed in the halls of Congress. U.S. Senator Mike Braun recently made a speech on the floor of the U.S. Senate calling on Congress to start publishing Article 5 applications as they come in from the states and to get serious about the reality of a convention of states. So I'm going to take you through Senator Braun's speech minute by minute, and hopefully you will enjoy it as much as I did when I first heard it. That's the main part of today's show, but first we're going to go to Mike Ruthenberg for our Article 5 Trivia Giveaway. Mike? Boy, we're marching towards the holidays. This is a great season of giving, so why shouldn't I give away a Defiant t-shirt? This is, I think this is my favorite t-shirt from the whole store. And I wear it a lot. I'm going to wear this one out before anything else. And if you want one, all you have to do is answer this question. I'm going to give away a Defiant t-shirt. And that'll be our little holiday present to you. And if you don't happen to win, this is going to be a hard question. I'll tell you that. It's actually so hard that I think producer G decided that it should be multiple choice. So you would get the answer because I don't know that there's too many people that'll just pull this knowledge right out of their head. So we'll get to that in a second. But if you don't win this shirt, then you should go to shopsconventionofstates.com, shopconventionofstates.com and pick out your own gift for yourself, add a few things for some others. And I think we have a few Christmas ornaments left. So if you want an ornament for your tree, I have them all, all four years of the ornaments. I just got the fourth one. They're just in so if you would like, we actually sold out in 24 hours of the ornaments. We ordered another 100 to try to get at least a few more to people. I think those are going to sell out too. So go to shopconventionofstates.com, get a beautiful Patrick Henry Christmas ornament commemorating 2022. Give me liberty or give me death. Death, what a great, great slogan. What a great ornament to remember this year by. Anyway, let's get to our question of the day. You know, we've passed 19 states. That's not a trivia question that deserves a prize because I think most of you guys know that. However, which of the 19 states that passed the Convention of States resolution passed it earliest on the calendar year, the earliest time in the calendar year? Which one? Of the 19, I'll give you a choice of four. A would be Georgia. B would be Tennessee. C would be Arkansas, and D, Wisconsin. Again, which of the 19 states passed earliest in the calendar year? A, Georgia, B, Tennessee, 
C, Arkansas, and D, Wisconsin. So go ahead and get chatting and put your either guess or if you know, put your answer in there. And the first one to get the answer gets the shirt. I'll be back to announce the winner. Thanks for that, Mike. And now, Producer G, if you would start rolling that Senator Braun speech, let's see what he had to say. Mr. President, Senator home from state Indiana. of Indiana is America's heartland. I have traveled to every county, listened to businesses, schools, churches. I think that's where we need to get our cue in terms of what needs to be done. Farmers as well, they're in the middle of something that they've never faced before, probably the toughest job and business out there, never been tougher. The American people are strong and resilient, but they are represented by a government here that is not necessarily the same. Sometimes get scoffed at, but they live within their household budgets. State and local governments have guardrails, but naturally would do it anyway, because they know you can't borrow money from future generations and spend it today. Bad business plan. For this reason, I think the U.S. Congress is broken, because we have kept shoving this issue down the road. Haven't done a budget that we've adhered to in nearly 20 years. The last time we did it, we were most ingenious about how to unravel it roughly 10 years ago. When they look at our capital, they see a twisted knot of lobbyists, corporate interests, and a mountain of debt that just gets higher and higher. We now spend over a trillion dollars more each year than we take in. And recently, that's gone up to $1.5 trillion. To normalize that just does not make sense. We are here twiddling our thumbs while our kids' and grandkids' future go up in smoke. Every American family is paying for our failures here. I'd say he summed it up pretty well. And my favorite phrase that he used there to summarize what we have today in Washington, D.C. is a twisted knot, right? A bunch of lobbyists and special interest groups, they are the ones who exert the most influence over the, the politicians in Washington, D.C. who have been there for so long. And Today, they are the ones making the policy decisions that, you know, have the most effect over the country. Congress acts as sort of a super legislature. That's not what it was meant to be. Congress was given specific enumerated powers. Those are the only powers that it has. And yet consistently we see the federal government overreaching. I love that Senator Braun you know, called out specifically the businesses, schools, churches, farmers. These are the people who know how their community will best be governed. And that is why Article 5 Convention is the right tool for the people to use to shift power from the federal government back to the state and local level so that we, the people, 
can have the influence we were always meant to have over the elected officials who govern us and the type of policies they're putting into place. I love that he's talking about living within our means. And he points out that, you know, most businesses, schools, churches, individuals, families, we all have to live within our means. And yet the federal government in Washington is spending at a rate that is simply not sustainable. Something must be done. Producer G, let's go on to the next clip. Congress as a whole, and particularly this uh, body, seem to have no interest in turning this big ship away from the rocks. In the past year, I've brought to the floor four chances to do something. I offered a complete federal budget that would match our spending and our revenues that are historical in nature. Only 34 senators voted for it. It would have preserved Social Security, Medicare, defense, just bringing it in line with what's sustainable. I offered an amendment that if we fail to get our budget and appropriations bills done on time by the deadline, which is like in a few days for this year, we don't get paid until we do so. 47 senators voted for it. Close, but still not there. I offered an amendment to cut pet projects through earmarks from our huge spending bills. It only got 35 votes. And we were doing that for almost 10 years, and now we've actually backslid into that bad behavior. I've offered an amendment to require a balanced budget like so many states have. They live in fiscal sanity. 47 votes short again. The framers of our Constitution saw this coming. Uh, they had to raise revenue, especially back then, to do whatever they wanted to do. There were also checks and balances. Congress isn't just balanced by the Supreme Court and the President, but also by the states. Article 5 of our Constitution gives the states the power to pick up the slack when Congress refuses to act, where it doesn't exercise discipline, good behavior, what all of us expect. So there you have it, straight from Senator Braun on the floor of the U.S. Senate. Congress will never act to restrain itself. That is why our founding fathers, in their wisdom, built into the Constitution a provision in Article 5 for the states to get together, acting through their state legislatures specifically, to propose constitutional amendments that will force the federal government to do the things that the states clearly see need to be done, but that the federal government will not impose on itself. That's what we are all about at Convention of States Action. We're about harnessing the power of the states through our state legislatures to trigger the first ever Article 5 Convention of the States to propose amendments that will impose the restraints needed on the federal government. We have to impose fiscal restraint on Congress because clearly it is not going to um, balance its own budget willingly without being forced to do it. 
it is not going to spend responsibly. So those restraints on Congress must be imposed from the outside. And that's what a convention of states can do. We are about imposing term limits on all the career politicians in Washington, D.C., who go there and then immediately start thinking about how they're going to get reelected, how they're going to raise money for their next campaign. We need to impose term limits on them and get back to having citizen legislators who remain close to the people and to the needs of their states and communities. We want to impose limits on the power and jurisdiction of the federal government. In other words, we want to put it back in its constitutional box. And the only way to do that at this point is through constitutional amendments that clarify what has been muddied over the years, mostly through bad court precedents that have given the federal power more, have given the federal government rather more power than it was intended to have. That's what we're all about. Senator Braun, I'm all for what you're saying. Let's hear some more, Producer G. I believe the House and Senate desperately need two things. Term limits. The founders never imagined people would come here and like that better than what they did before. Washington, Jefferson hurried back to their farms and their businesses. That's not the case anymore. If we keep doing it the way we are, we're going to get increasingly, increasingly deeper in the hole. With term limits, we'd get a class of political entrepreneurs here that have actually done something in the real world before they think they can run the business, the biggest business in the world, and deliver such poor results. If two-thirds of the states petitioned to call a constitutional convention, we could take power away from the D.C. establishment and put it back in the hands of the American people. This plan is extremely popular because it makes sense. It puts political will and backbone into this place that we don't normally have. In a recent uh, poll by Trafalgar, found that 65% of likely voters agree with that. If you take either term limits or balanced budgets by themselves, it gets up close to 85 or 90%. And in this poll, 81% of Republicans, 63% of independents, who I think elect the swing state senators and the president, we ought to really be pay paying attention to them, and 50% of Democrats. Well, let me just repeat there what Senator Braun was talking about. That polling from the Trafalgar group found that nearly two-thirds of the American people across party lines support a convention of states on the topics of our resolution at Convention of States Action. So just to be clear, our resolution applies for a convention of states to propose amendments on those three topics imposing fiscal restraints on Washington, limiting the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, and setting term limits for federal officials. That was what Trafalgar Group polled, and again, nearly two-thirds of the American people across party lines support it. 
because the American people can see that something is desperately broken with the structure in Washington, D.C. and needs to be repaired. And it's we, the people, acting through our state legislatures who can actually make that reform happen. Producer G, what's next? There's no federal government body managing this process. It's too easy for Congress to ignore what the states have done. My amendment would be very, very simple. It would direct the archivist who has all these petitions somewhere in a drawer to publish it as they come in so all of us can see what the people are thinking. We've conveniently just overlooked it or ignored it. It adds what we should all be for, transparency, having people be able to see what's going on here, and especially for something like this. Yeah, so let me just clarify for those of you who maybe are new to discussions about Article 5. Under Article 5, Congress has a mandatory duty to call the Convention of States for Proposing Amendments once two-thirds of the states, or 34 states, have applied for a convention to propose amendments on a particular topic. So I love the idea that Senator Braun is talking about of having the archivist be required to actually publish those applications for conventions of states when they come in from the state legislatures. That way everyone can see what's coming in. Everyone can know how close we are. Convention of States Action Resolution has now been passed by 19 state legislatures. And again, we're on the path to 34. We are over halfway there. And Producer G, I think we're going to pick up some more states in 2023. We are well on our way to having that critical mass for getting this done. And I think Senator Braun's proposal is great. Let's see what else he has to say. America is the most powerful country in history because we are founded on the rock of the Constitution. So simple and direct, it can all be right in here. We need to pay more attention to it. Framers were also wise to have a tool for the people and the states when Congress refuses to act on things so critical. Considering how broken and dysfunctional this place is currently and the dire threats we face from our debt and inflation crisis, you would think now, more than at any other time in our country's history, that this would be at the forefront and we would at least give it to the states to weigh in and not hide it in a drawer somewhere. Yeah, you know, I've heard a lot of people ask state legislators the question. To impose those reforms that are needed in Washington, D.C., but they're reforms that Congress is never going to propose itself. 
Now is the time. In fact, many of us would say it's well past the time to convene in an Article 5 Convention of the States to propose amendments that will make those reforms that Congress is not going to make itself. This is the constitutional tool that the Founding Fathers gave us for just this very situation. We need to be asking our state legislators to do their part, to stand up and use their power under Article 5 of the Constitution to set things right in our country again. Producer G, I believe we have one more clip. When each one of us swore in as senators, we didn't swear our allegiance to our political party. We did it to the Constitution. We didn't promise to support the Washington establishment. We did it to the people, to the Constitution. It is in support of the American people and in defense of the Constitution that I come here to the floor today. It's not going to be litigated on the floor today. But I can tell you, for the time that I'm here, I'm not going to let the American public forget it. Wow, what a powerful statement. I am so grateful for Senator Braun and his efforts to bring the attention of Congress and of the American people, bring this matter to their attention, that Article 5 provides the tool for the states to use to impose the reforms that are so desperately needed today in Washington. And as we close out this segment, I just want to say publicly, Senator Braun, thank you for what you're doing. I hope you're successful. All right, thanks for another great show. We don't have too many of these left in this calendar year, but you can pretty much bet that we're going to continue these because they're super popular, lots of great information. It's great to be able to stay up to date and to share this with other people. When you bring someone new onto your team, I sure hope that you're telling them about the Tuesday Facebook Live with Rita and Andrew because it's amazing, not to mention the amazing guests we always have. Okay, back to trivia. The question from earlier in the show, which of the 19 states that passed the Convention of States resol resolution passed earliest in the calendar year? Was it Georgia, Tennessee, Arkansas, or Wisconsin? The answer, D, Wisconsin. Wisconsin passed the COS application on January 25th 2022, which is the earliest we've ever done in the calendar year. This is very significant because we are approaching our 2023 legislative season. A lot of you guys have been ramping up your strategies, putting into place, getting your activism going, getting ready for the surge, which is the time that everybody gets to meet at the Capitol, walk around the halls, build relationships with the legislators that support COS, build relationships with people that don't support COS, remember, even the Bible says that we should love everybody, even the ones that are hard to love. And we go out there, we follow our core values. Of course, in our core values, it says be kind. So that's what we're going to do when we go out there. We're going to make friends. And hopefully we're going to have somebody that even beats the record this year. Which state? Which state is it 
that's going to beat the record of Wisconsin, January 25th, 2022. That's what we want to know. Of course, once we get to 34 states, the convention will be called. Commissioners will be empowered to debate and propose constitutional reforms on three topics, fiscal restraints, term limits, and limits on the size, scope, and jurisdiction of this federal government. Thanks so much for your cooperation. Thanks so much for your participation and hard work. You guys are going, it seems like year round. I've never seen more activism during this holiday period than right now, including being here and watching what's going on for us. Anyway, back to you. Thanks, Mike. We do this show every week to reach, teach, and activate Americans with the constitutional empowerment gifted to we the people. If you're ready to take your place among the Americans who are doing whatever it takes to restore the Republic, sign up for one of the volunteer roles with Convention of States. Go to conventionofstates.com and click the Take Action tab to get started. And then don't forget to follow us on Rumble, MeWe, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Parlor, Truth, Social, and Instagram. You can listen to this program and other historic legacy content on our podcast. Search Convention of States on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, or Audible. And check out the battle cry with COS President Mark Meckler Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you back here next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of COS Live. We have a country to save, so let's get to work. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.